Hello Modern Mystics. Spells for the Modern Mystic, a ritual guidebook and spellcasting kit, is coming out on September 29th and is available wherever books are sold. Brandon and I have created a book and kit with the essentials for a complete ritual practice, including 25 spells for healing, wealth, love, and personal transformation. It also comes with 11 spell candles, three incense cones, and ritual oil. So you can do all of the rituals in the book with the contents and additional household items. We poured our hearts into the book and shared all of the rituals that I used to help me find my soulmate, Brandon. I used these rituals to open Modern Mystic Shop, to get our dream home, and to quickly raise money to be able to get our inventory for Good Morning America. These rituals have changed our lives, and we know they can do the same for you. So please support us by placing a pre-order today and help us get on the best sellers list so we can help impact even more people with these practices. Thanks so much, guys. Welcome, Corinne. Thank you, Kirsten. And thank you, everybody, for joining. Super excited to be back. And thank you to Modern Mystic for continuing to have me. Such a joy. Um, so before I get into the nuts and bolts, um, I'm going to group through element as I've done in previous talks, but I just want to say at first, my first disclaimer is there are a thousand different ways to get information. So astrology is just the vehicle that I have been called to share through. Um, but I never want in sharing this information for this to be like, you know, the only way of seeing the world. This is definitely not a black and white sort of thinking scenario. Um, so if anything that I says doesn't sit well with you, please just drop it and let it go and recognize that it's not information for you. And, you know, I take no offense to that. It's just sharing information. Um, second thing I want to say is that you know, obviously we're all going through an incredibly different, difficult time right now. And at least in my own personal world, it seems like we're all needing a lot of support and a lot of comfort right now. Um, and in a lot of cases, it seems that we're turning towards each other to get this, right? It's only natural, you know, turn to our loved ones in times of crisis. But what I've been noticing is that we're all so depleted and we're all so emotional or, you know, traumatized X, Y, Z, fill in the blank of all the feelings we've all been feeling. And I'm kind of seeing this trend where we're not able to provide it to each other because we're, we all need it. It's like, I can't help you right now because I need help. And that's totally okay. And I want to explain, I want to define the word mysticism in order to kind of go into this idea a bit deeper because um, this Sunday School podcast, actually a really cute tagline that you guys have is mysticism demystified. So I just want to define mysticism for you really quickly. So this is the definition, belief that union with or absorption into the deity or the absolute or the spiritual apprehension of knowledge inaccessible to the intellect may be attained through contemplation and self-surrender. Now that's kind of wordy, I know, but the overall gist is if we are going along with the belief that there is some deity, there is some absolute, there is some spiritual nirvana we're all seeking. And if it is inaccessible to our thinking mind, it has to be attained through something other than our brains, the idea is we can find this through contemplation and self-surrender. So what I mean, tying back to the idea that we're all struggling and we're all looking for support from each other and we can't really necessarily give it, 
is I think this time is really poignant because it's showing ourselves that we have to go inside. We have to learn to get this support from ourselves. And this doesn't mean, you know, you don't need a support system. You don't need love. Not at all. It's just, we have to be able to fill our, our own cup first. We have to be able to, you know, recognize our own divinity before we can go out and recognize the divinity in another. And, you know, I think there's, I don't want to get too on a soapbox here, but I do think there is a toxic belief in our culture floating around that if you go inside, you're selfish and, oh, you're abandoning all your loved ones. And I see it rather the opposite. It's like how... I think it's more selfish to try and give of yourself to someone when you're not even fully present with your own heart, because then you're just giving your heart and that's not even a full heart that you're giving away. Um, So how do you really expect yourself to be able to fully show up for your loved ones if you're still hurting yourself? So I think this time is really important. And, you know, that's why I love the teachings of astrology, because it really just teaches you to, to own your strengths and weaknesses, like we're talking about today. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> my last note there is we are, we've become, our toxic culture again has kind of created us into these human doings rather than human beings. So, we could talk about capitalism and all this for hours and hours, but, you know, in order to reach this depth of mysticism that the definition is touching on, we have to be able to integrate our mind and our body and our spirit. Um, And, you know, our mind, I think, is overused in society. It's abused a bit. We're all just so intellectual and we're like out of touch with our bodies and we don't even know what we need. And so we get addicted and numb and then we get sick. Um, And the spirit you know, mind, body, spirit, the spirit is almost demonized in culture. It's, well, I I can't say that because here we are celebrating spirit and mysticism. So, you know, so happy to have this space, this safe space. Um, But, you know, ultimately I do believe that we are here to unify mind, body, and spirit. And I do believe that the body and the spirit have been neglected in culture. So I I I see astrology as a vehicle for unification with spirit. And of course, there's so many other ways. There's numerology, there's crystals, there's meditation, there's just being a compassionate person. Um, But I think it's more, it's important now more than ever to really listen to ourselves and to get into that internal space and to really listen to what we have to say and what our spirit is trying to tell us in order to be our most full, whole, healed selves. Um, and that doesn't mean we have to be perfect. I'm not ever saying that, but, um, you know, it's just important to fill our cup before we try to fill others. So one quick note um, about astrology so this class is except it's open to anyone. If you've heard about astrology before, if you only know your sun sign, if you know your sun, moon rising, maybe you've done your whole chart. Um, but I just want to remind you that you are much more than just your sun sign. Your sun sign is seen. It's kind of like the hanger that the rest of your personality, mind, body, spirit hangs on. So yes, it provides structure and therefore it's a large part of who you are but it's not the totality of you. So for example, I have an Aries sun and a Cancer moon, so they could not be more different. And so when I talk about fire stuff, my water side, you know, is totally like, that's not, that doesn't relate. And that's, you know, part of the work here that we're trying to integrate these different um, facets of who we are and try to make sense of them and accept them and love them and nourish them. Um, So for our talk today, I'm going to be giving sort of like a pro con list. So this is what you're naturally good at. This is where you shine. This is, 
you know, the gift that you have that you're bringing to the world. And then on the other side of the coin, this is where you could be served to do a bit of work, um, where you can work on bettering yourself, where maybe there might be some unconscious patterning happening that might be sabotaging you. Um, so not meant to be an attack in any way. I think that, you know, self-awareness is the vehicle to being able to show up as our full divine embodied um, selves. So I'm going to start with fire signs. So fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. So for the first pro, fire signs are bold. They are inspiring. And part of their mission is to inspire others to take action. Um, they are our inspiration to be outrageous, honestly. And, you know, the advice for a fire sign person is to be yourself, no matter how outrageous that might be. Um, you know, I'm a fire sign son myself. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm so extra. Why? But I, I have to trust that it's, it's serving a purpose to inspire others to be their most free selves. So the con of this, sometimes fire signs can get in trouble because of anger. Um, other signs don't access the emotion of anger quite as easily as fire signs, or maybe they don't even go there at all. Maybe they skip straight over to sadness. Um, but a con of fire sign energy is either sometimes you can have anger issues or you can incite anger in others. So that's just something to be aware of. Um, I know as an Aries son, I've made people mad and I haven't even had a clue why. I'm just kind of carefree, la la la. But, you know, it's an important, I'm just trying to be who I am, but I, I could, it would serve me to have a little more awareness around the fact that my actions sometimes anger people. And that's something to be aware of. Um, another pro of fire energy, again, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, these people have energy. This is just naturally the gift of chi. That's why, um, you know, sometimes it's said in astrology lore that athletes are fire signs because they just have so much pumping through them. Um, and you're also going to get more energy by expending energy. So it's kind of the idea that if you're so hyper and then you're just lethargic and you sit around all day, that's when you start to feel depressed and get into a slump. Excuse me. Um, so you really, if you are, if you do have fire in your chart, you need to consume energy and you need to sweat because you do have more chi just naturally than other people. And it's your gift because you can get a lot done you know, you go run a marathon, <laughs> but um, you have to be careful that you don't slide into the unhealthy end of this where you're listless and depressed and, you know, maybe you dig into substances to cope. Um, the third pro is fire signs are ultra independent. They are leaders and you know, they can do it all themselves. They really are here. Like I mentioned, they're bold and inspiring. They inspire others to take action. And in the same way, you know, they're independent. They're like, I can do it myself and I'll be the first one to do it. It doesn't bother me that I'm alone or, um, you know, they're really here to lead the torch into the proverbial night. Um, Another con of this energy is sometimes there is a problem with indulging or partying past the line that says stop. Um, like sometimes fire people have no off button. Um, and when they get dysfunctional, it's quite dysfunctional, you know, coming from my own personal life. It's not good. It's like, I. I like to party and partying is fun, but sometimes I overdo it and it's really, really toxic. It's not, I don't just put a toe in, I dive in, you know, it's all or nothing, which 
makes sense because fire is so, you know, it's either burning or it's out. There's no in between. Um, but with fire people, again, it's kind of about, it's the same idea as moving your energy and sweating. So you don't drift into this list listlessness or depression. Um, if your fire goes out, you know, you might suffer from depression or addictions or have weight issues, you know, whatever the case may be, it is important to be able to put set limits for yourself. Um, another pro fire signs are very charismatic and they're fun. They are, they're naturally very optimistic and you know to some other people in the zodiac they might label that as toxic positivity i know i see that term floating around a lot these days but i don't like that term because it's placing judgment i'm more so you know we see it as we're all fitting into our puzzle pieces in the grand scheme of life and the fire people are here they're just fun they're positive they bring a smile they don't like to get down in the dumps and wallow in the sadness. And yeah, sure, they might need help getting to that sad place when they are actually sad or in crisis, but they do bring the party and they they go, they choose humor. Um, they're definitely the drama kings and queens and can kind of always bring a joke to the room and bring some positivity to the room. Um, and the last note, the last pro is that they're very generous. Um, again, they pour life into everything they do. So whether it's they're generous with their time, maybe they're generous with their money, their possessions, um, their love, what have you, they, they don't, you know, they're, they're always sort of spilling over for better or for worse, right? It's like if you're spilling over too much and you're just drinking all the time and raging, that's not great. But if you're being super generous and you volunteer all the time and, you know, you're very altruistic, like, I think you guys understand the point I'm trying to make here. Um, and the last con about fire energy, fire energy can sometimes have a self-centered worldview, can be a bit selfish. Um, it's, you know, we all, that's the purpose of this talk, right? We all have our pros and cons. Um, so the other signs, like water signs, for example, are always going to be other-oriented. They, they tend to sacrifice their own ego, um, whereas fire signs are like, no way, I'm not going to sacrifice my ego. Are you kidding me? This is about me. And, you know, I think healthy egotism is a good thing, or maybe self-awareness around the fact that you can be egotistical. Um, and in a similar way, they need attention. They need to be validated. They need to be seen by the other. They need, um, yeah, they just need that sort of validation. So the, the highest wisdom, or not the highest wisdom, but higher wisdom for fire signs is to trust that you can validate yourself. You don't need this mirror of someone else saying, oh my gosh, you're beautiful. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. You know, you can give yourself that positive feedback. Um, and so a few celebrities that are, give us fire energy, because I think it's fun to see it in action. So for Aries, we have Lady Gaga, we have Pharrell, we have Elton John, Mariah Carey. So I don't know. I don't really see any of them as being wallflowers. <laughs> um, for Leo, we have Madonna, Casey Musgraves, Kylie Jenner, Dua Lipa, and Jennifer Lawrence. Again, always on stage, you know, taking up space. It's all about them, for better or for worse. Um, and Sagittarius, Taylor Swift. Britney Spears, Chrissy Teigen, Janelle Monet. Um, and for Chrissy Teigen and Janelle, like I definitely see the playful, they're both Sagittarius, so I definitely see the playful fun, like just gotta keep things positive. Like don't get too 
don't get too sad about everything. I definitely see them as having a playful outlook on life. All right, fire signs complete. Now we're gonna move on to earth signs. So earth signs are, they really are the best workers. Um, they, they're very goal oriented and they will get results. It's not a question if they're gonna get results, they, they will, that's their purpose <laughs> um, is to produce, is to manifest, whether that's making money, whether it's building a company, whether it's supporting the company, building a family, you know, whatever it is, um, they're very thorough and deliberate. They're not gonna stray from the task. They're not gonna get too distracted like the fire and the air signs might, you know, woo, party. No, they prioritize work over play always. Um, that's not to say they don't know how to have a good time. Trust me, earth signs can definitely <laughs> turn up to 11, but they would never do that before they've finished their work. Um, the con, the downside of this is they really do, they can work all the time and they can slide into workaholism if they're not careful. Um, but the thing is, earth signs, they... <laughs> I want this to be a PSA to all the earth signs out there. You are doing enough. You're doing more than enough. Like I'd like you to look around and the people in your world and see how they work and how much they work and validate to yourself that you are doing enough because another con of earth is that they judge themselves incessantly. So they almost don't believe they probably are not even going to believe me saying this right now. They're like, Oh, she's wrong. She doesn't know. I'm like, okay, sure. But like, just do a little self-reflection and ask some trusted people for, you know, valuable feedback. And maybe you can finally start to realize that you are doing enough. You work better than everyone. You're very successful, even if it takes you longer. Earth signs are traditionally slower because they are builders. They're taking steps. They're very pragmatic, you know, step by step. Um, so yeah, earth signs in the room, please recognize that you're doing more than enough and learn how to relax and enjoy and release your inner dialogue. That's focused on what's not being done because earth signs have this should machine in their head. I should do this. I should do that. You know, you guys probably have a million lists going on and they're never complete. And if you live your life always chasing a carrot at the end of the stick, you know, when are you going to realize, when are you going to recognize everything that you have around you if you're just always chasing? So that's some advice for the earth signs. Um, but another pro is that they are really great at quality control. Um, they have high standards and only want the best. So whether this be you know, and they'll, they'll invest, they'll spend top dollar. Um, whether this is organic food, they're definitely foodies. Um, you know, they want to nourish their body. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Um, so, you know, they're really going to invest. They want organic food, designer clothing, jewelry, a nice car or house. Um, they really value this and they um, they're very functional. They're practical and purposeful things are valued. Um, they really value security, which is why we say they're the best workers, right? Cause they, they value stacking that money and then being able to spend it on their, you know, invest in themselves after all that hard work. Um, uh, Lala. So, they are also very dependable. They're very loyal in love and in friendship. Um, they're not going to lie to you. They don't, you know, that's a waste of time and energy. <laughs> it's, they don't play games. They're, they're pragmatic again. Um, and they're very devoted to those who've made it into their inner circle, very trustworthy. That being said, they're not very keen on being friends with everyone. You know, they, since they value quality and stability, they, they want to know people in their circle are going to show up for them. Um, you know, as 
I have a lot of air and fire in my chart and I have earth sign friends and they're so stable and loyal and amazing. And I feel bad because I'm just like this crazy tornado. And I know that I am not giving them what they need. You know, like I know that there's a disconnect there between they need stability, dependability, you know, call me every day. And I'm, I'm like, I can't, <laughs> I just, I just cannot. Um, the cons earth signs again with this should machine idea I talked about, they can be judgmental, both of themselves and others. Um, and they can be quite critical as well. So the antidote to this is to tell yourself again, you have to validate to yourself um, that it's okay to lower your standards and it, you know, the peep, excuse me, um, because you might not even realize how high they are is my point because you hold yourself to a very hard bot, very high bar. Earth signs have a lot of integrity, um, but it, it can verge into controlling territory if you're not careful. Um, so try to remember to be patient with others and to throw them a bone you know not everybody is as productive as you and as devoted and as quality control because that's your gift so use that gift but use it in a healthy balanced way um, they're also very good at money and finances and they're good with gardening gardening and cooking and cleaning is a source of stress relief for earth signs um, I would say if you're an earth sign and you're not good at money or finances, that you would probably be out of balance. And I would suggest you to go, you know, work in the garden or simplify your life. Stop working so much. You know, if you're too scattered to deal with your own financial situation, then something's off. Um, and the last con is they can be controlling. Um, because they just wish that everyone else was like them. They wish everyone else was neat, was dependable, was always on time and gets everything done perfectly because that's what they do. That's their strengths. But we have to be careful of projection, right? We can only control ourselves. And um, so it's important for them to keep themselves in, in line in that way and not um, verge into you know, maybe a dictatorial sort of energy. Um, but like I said, they have very high standards, which can be a great thing. Lots of integrity. Um, so for celebrities, we have Michelle Obama, Martin Luther King, um, Denzel Washington, Kate Middleton. These are all Capricorns um, for the Virgos. We have Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Kobe Bryant, um, Dave Chappelle, Amy Winehouse. Amy is kind of a sad example of a Virgo, like pushed to her limits. Like, you know, her, her internal voice was too much. She, she couldn't even live up to her own standards. Um, and for the Tauruses, we have Janet Jackson, Adele, Uma Thurman, Stevie Wonder, and Malcolm X. Um, and I find it intriguing that we have both Malcolm X and Martin Luther King in this earth sign category, because like I said, you know, high standards, commitment to integrity, loyal, you know, willing to fight for the cause or what have you. Um, so that checks out at least in my brain <laughs> um okay gonna move on to the air signs so air signs are gemini libra and aquarius very different energy so just for a quick compatibility moment the air signs and the fire signs um work naturally well together Aries, Leo, Sag, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. And conversely, the earth signs and the water signs work well together. Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Because, I mean, I'm hoping you guys are kind of hearing the very vast differences in these personality archetypes. Um, so air signs, very different from earth. 
So Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, the pros of the air signs is that they've never met a stranger. So they don't really have reason for judgment because they recognize that we're all stuck on this earth together. Like, why would I be any better than anyone else? If we're all here on this planet, there must be some reason, you know, there's no, it's kind of a waste of energy to judge um, would be an air sign perspective. And as an air sign, I agree. Um, They're very, it's like people, people everywhere. They have a ton of people in their world. Um, so, you know, I use the example of the earth sign versus the air sign. It's like the earth sign has no interest in having a ton of people in their world because they want people to show up for them and not be flaky, but the air signs can talk to a wall (laughs) and they don't really care how many people they have in their life because it's the bigger, the better. (laughs) Um, So they're really air signs, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. They're very into friendships and love and harmony. Um, The downside of this harmony element is that they can be codependent. Um, And what I mean by that is that they can sacrifice themselves on behalf of the other because they value harmony so much. So they they're naturally very inquisitive they ask a lot of questions they're very interested in people but they can um leave themselves out of the conversation at times because they're so curious about you and you know the air sign their gift is their curiosity and it is their questioning it's their ability to get other people out of themselves because the more introverted signs like the earth signs and the water signs it's not natural for them to just openly share and be chatty and, you know, make silly jokes or whatever. Um, So the air signs can pull it out of other people, but they have to be careful that they are having their own air time, so to speak. Um, So, you know, whether air time looks like chatting with your best friends and just venting or being in therapy or journaling, or leaving yourself voice memos, you know, whatever it is, um, air signs definitely need to flex their communication muscle because it is their strongest muscle, but, uh, they have to be wary of this, um, tendency towards codependence. Um, so they, they really thrive on another pro is they thrive on novelty and adventure. They really hate being bored. So, this is where they mesh well with the fire signs, right? Cause the fire signs like to laugh and have fun and throw a party, but the earth signs, they really like routine. They like consistency. They like getting up at the same time every day. Air signs are just bored to tears by that. Um, they, they dislike redundancy. They don't really like plans. Um, they're think of them as like little butterflies <laughs> flitting around like, you know, you stay on one branch for a few seconds, but then you leave because you're done. Um, And in this way, they're very independent. They're very freedom loving. They need a lot of freedom within relationships. They're very curious, very talkative, um, very observant, definitely a thinker, definitely a thinker type. These are the intellectuals of the Zodiac. Um, Excuse me. This, again, this is, we're talking about Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. But the con of being such an intellectual is that they can be quite detached. They can live in their heads, um, which makes it harder to feel, which then breeds indecision. Because if you don't know how you feel, how can you be counted on to make any sort of decision? So They are natural communicators, as I said, words come easily, but they can, there can often be a disconnect between talking about their feelings versus the lived experience of feelings. And I know from myself, I struggle with this daily. That's why therapy has been so good for me to have someone rein me in and ask me the hard questions because left to my own devices, I'll just chat about God knows what, nothing important, you know, like it, I have to be pigeonholed into how do you really feel? Because when you have the gift of chattering away, but you can't really feel your feelings, 
you do need support. And, you know, again, that's where this codependent idea comes in. Um, you know, always trying to hear what the other person has to say when you're the person who needs support and you don't know how to say it. Um, let's see. They are visionaries. They're ahead of their time. So the study of astrology is actually an air sign topic. Um, more specifically, it's an Aquarius topic because Aquarius is essentially carrying the information into the new age. So, um, you know, they have far out ideas. They might seem kooky, but after, you know, mainstream consciousness has had some time to catch up, everyone realizes, oh, like there's some merit to what this <laughs> odd bird's been talking about the whole time. But that being said, they are, you know, a little odd and they stand out and um, kind of like this mad scientist idea. Um, but another con is that they can be, they definitely can be flaky. So they can be scattered in a million directions. They can have a million ideas, but struggle with follow through. follow through. So get an earth sign for help if you need help with follow through because the air sign people, they, sometimes they're called blue sky people. It's like, oh my gosh, there's a million solutions. We could do all these things, but there's no practical grounding in reality. There's no budget. There's no, you know, outline. There's no formula. So if, you know, again, we all need each other, right? <laughs> get your earth sign friend to help you nail it down and get it in writing. Um, and the last pro is, because they're pro communicators, they can gracefully and effortlessly speak to the unspeakable. So fire signs also have the gift of sharing truth, but sometimes they do it with their foot in their mouth. Um, air signs though are able to be a bit more diplomatic and because they prize harmony so much, the last thing they wanna do is upset you but they are capable of sharing truth in a, cl in a clear way. Um, and something for an air sign to remind themselves of is that you are an intellectual person. Even if it feels like there's so much left for you to learn, you know, stop underestimating your intellectual capabilities because it is your gift. And, you know, at the high level, air sign people they can be wisdom carriers, they can be poets, they can be teachers. Um, and just on the teacher bit, earth signs can also be very effective teachers, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, but this is in a very different way because they will break down the information step by step. It will be very clear. You will have an outline of what to follow, whereas the air signs, you know, will just give you all this information, will speak to the unspeakable, but I didn't say it was going to come out in an organized way. <laughs> um, so that is the air signs and the celebrity examples. I mean, for starters, Kanye West, like, does he not just say whatever he wants? <laughs> um, Stevie Nicks, Laverne Cox and Marilyn Monroe are all Gemini's. Um, for Libra, we have Serena Williams, Usher, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. For Aquarius, we have Alicia Keys. Remember when she went no makeup and everyone in Hollywood was like, what? She's kind of breaking the rules, doing her own thing. Um, Oprah, you know, her whole show is based on getting other people out of themselves. Um, Carrie Washington, Jennifer Aniston, all Aquarius. So the final frontier water signs <laughs> um so water signs are cancer scorpio and pisces oh i love water energy they the pros of water signs they are able to really exhibit extreme empathy and compassion they're natural healers um you know uh, religious beliefs, nonwithstanding, 
Jesus Christ was a Pisces. Um, so the highest level of water energy is this unconditional love. It's this ability to forgive your perpetrator and to then have compassion for them, to put yourself in their shoes and to essentially have the ability to love everyone and everything and want to heal them. Um, you know, this, this is difficult stuff. I mean, they're all difficult in their own ways, of course. Um, so very empathetic. These are the people who can feel in their body if there was a fight in the room they just walked into, or they can feel if you're upset and you're not saying anything. Um, but that being said, they are the most compassionate and well, not, I hate saying the most compassionate, but they have a true gift for compassion. So even if they do feel your feelings and know what you're going through, they're not going to just blurt it out like a fire or air sign might and say, what's with you? You know, like, <laughs> um, because they, they really just carry this compassionate heart and they recognize that people need space and patience and time to be able to open up. Um, the downside of this is that the low level of water, so on the high side, we have compassion, Christ-like energy, forgiveness. On the low side, again, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, we have pain. We have excessive empathy that takes on too much pain and wallows in it. Um, water signs can struggle from a lack of boundaries which can sometimes cause them to complain that they're always just giving and giving and not receiving anything. Um, but boundaries are a very important lesson. You know, go talk to an earth sign friend who's probably an expert in boundaries and, you know, learn to say no in order to maintain your own well-being as first priority above all else. Or look to a fire sign who is so self-serving that at times it comes off as egotistical. You know, they have no problem with saying, nope, I'm going to do my own thing. Um, so again, the importance of learning from each other and leaning on each other. Um, water signs can be easily hypnotized and easily influenced because they are so sensitive. So they really have to take great care in their environment, in the people in their life, even in, you know, if the people in their life are going through a really hard time and they're being toxic or whatever you want to call it, if they're not dealing with their own emotional issues, they're putting them all on you and then you're dealing with them because you're this natural healer. You have to learn to say no and you have to recognize that your emotional well-being comes first and that's not selfish, not at all. Um, they also, it's it's important for them to be able to, like I said, they can, they can sort of wallow in the dark emotions if they're in there for too long. They do have the gift of feeling the dark emotions. You know, they're not like the air signs who can intellectualize everything and, you know, if they don't want to think about it, they just won't and then they won't feel it and it'll build up or whatever. But they need to learn to ask what they need ask for what they need without waiting for a crisis. Um, so Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, they need to know when therapy is over and they need to learn when to seek joy as a spiritual practice. So <clears throat> again, I mentioned toxic positivity briefly earlier, but kind of the same idea holds here. If you're always wallowing in how sad everything is, that's also not healthy or productive. So we have to have a balance always. And seeking joy as a spiritual practice, go check in with a fire sign friend. I'm sure they can help. Um, water sign people also have the most highly developed capacity for psychic phenomena. So, oh, excuse me. <coughs> Whether this be, you know, they... It would serve them to listen to the language of symbols in the world. So whether this is dreams, whether this is synchronicities, maybe it's animals, maybe you always see the same animal and it sort of speaks to you as a spirit animal. That's not something you should rationalize and write off. That's something that is spirit trying to speak to you. 
you know, spirit speaks through other people, spirit speaks through the world. Um, and it's also important for water signs to listen to their own gut and their own intuition because they are so highly sensitive in their physical body. Like I said, they can walk into a room and feel the emotions. So conversely, if you're around someone who makes you feel tight and uncomfortable and contracted, that's something to listen to because that's your body trying to protect you and trying to give you information. And, you know, just a soapbox for one moment, our culture just does not, our culture laughs at this and says, oh, that's not real. But if you're a water sign, please listen to your gut. And if you have trouble listening to your gut, you know, maybe clean up your diet, maybe stop indulging in um, substances, substance abuse, what have you. Um, because another unfortunate um, con of water signs is sometimes they can fall prey to substance abuse, similar to fire signs. Um, they can use it to numb or to ice out because they do feel so much. It's almost, they feel too much. Um, so it's important for them to have guilt-free time away from other people because they do take on other people's energy. They need to be able to remember what their own energy field is like. And they, you know, it's okay for you to only want to be around a few people. It's okay if you hate parties. It's okay if you hate small talk. That's all okay if you're, I mean, it's okay if you're anyone all the time, of course, but if you're Cancer Scorpio Pisces, it's a little more poignant, I would say. Um, they also have a great aesthetic. They really have the ability to create sacred space. Like I said earlier, they're natural healers. So it's only fitting that they would be able to create a beautiful therapeutic environment. It comes quite naturally to them. Um, and your home should be your sacred temple of sorts. And the last con of our dear sweet water signs, they can be a bit fear ridden in the sense that they can become addicted to negativity. So, you know, they, because they are so permeable to other people's emotions, to vibes, to psychic phenomena, whatever you want to call it, they can also be overly affected by the invisible world. So again, the importance of boundaries comes in and also the importance of having a grounded spiritual practice, you know, as like I said, they're the most um, capable of receiving psychic phenomena. So let's say you're in a house that has a ghost and the ghost is giving you extreme anxiety and, you know, you want to just write it off and say, Oh, that's not real. But if the fact that, you know, if the facts are there, you need to protect yourself and you need to purify your spiritual space. And, you know, whether this be through a ritual, um, water signs really, they need spirituality as a part of their lived experience, which is why I say your home should be your sacred temple. Um, but yeah, they can be quite fear ridden and addicted to negativity. So it's important, obviously, to feel the hard feelings and to be able to support others in processing their hard feelings. But, you know, maybe check in with an earth sign who's going to be pragmatic and say, yeah, actually, you've been depressed for the past three years. Like, don't you want to get out of that? Um, or a fire sign who'll go take you dancing and you'll forget about all your problems or an air sign who can help you make some new friends. Maybe you need better friends, whatever. Um, but the last note of wisdom from the water signs is they really do. They have the wisdom to allow someone's pain without trying to fix it. So to really rest in the depth of sadness or grief or despair and you know, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, these people can make excellent healers, as I've said. Um, for an extreme example, think of a, a death doula, right? Like their whole job is to support people who know they're going to die. You know, that is a very 
I, I can't even imagine. You know, that requires the biggest heart and the biggest capacity for empathy. But water signs have that. They're able to sit with people who have unshakably bad news and they're able to be this silent comfort. It's, it's more that their energy is comforting. Um, that's not to discount what they say. I don't mean that. I just mean that they have a, their aura speaks volumes. Um, and the celebrity examples are for the Cancerians. We have Ariana Grande, um, Pr Princess Diana, Solange, uh, Missy Elliott. A note on Missy Elliott, sometimes water signs, because they're so sensitive, they can come across as being super hard or super mean. You know, Missy Elliott's kind of always like mean mugging, but when you watch interviews, she's like funny and kind. Um, so it's kind of just a defense mechanism for water signs because they don't want to get hurt. They don't, they have to protect themselves. Like cancer's the crab for a reason, you know? Scorpio is the scorpion with that stinger, but they're all mushy inside. Um, for Scorpio, we have RuPaul. We have Winona Ryder, Whoopi Goldberg, Frank Ocean. And lastly, the sweet Pisces, Jesus Christ, again, although I know there have been debates on his birth time. I'm not here trying to claim, <laughs> claim that this is the 100% accurate birth time of Jesus. Um, Drew Barrymore, Rihanna, Rashida Jones, and Ellen Page are the Pisces of the group. So very sweet, very compassionate, very forgiving. Um, but needs to be aware that they can be walked all over or, you know, they need to have their boundaries. They need to be able to say, this is me. I love you. And I want to help you with your grief, but I also have grief. I need to attend to first, you know, can you have patience with me? Um, oh, so that is all I have for you. Beautiful people. Um, does anybody have any questions or comments we only have five minutes but I love everything you had to say as I was watching people in the group as you were talking I was so curious what everyone's sign is um, so yes. if you feel comfortable sharing please drop it in the chat or come on uh, the microphone and tell us what your sign is and um, maybe if you learned something today that helped you understand your sign more or learn something that you're a little confused about. I know Gigi uh, had a comment in the chat that I'll go ahead and read. Um, Gigi says, this is why I always thought I had a lot of water in my personality. It's in my first house, but that's it. My chart is equal amounts of fire, air, and earth, only one water sign. Um, and I know that can happen sometimes when you really resonate with a certain energy, but it's not predominantly present in your chart. Um, and I'm curious what Corinne has to say. Someone once told me there's never a deficit of an element in your chart because of all the ways it can be read. Um, but then yeah. also it's interesting to look at like who were the people around you, like your parents and the people who raised you, like, uh, my mom's an Aries. So like I tend to see the world in that way a lot because it's like the way that I was raised. Um, but mm. I'm curious what you have to say about that. Yeah. So first I want to say, like I said at the beginning of the talk, there's a million different ways to get information. And the same is true for astrology. So there's a million different ways of even practicing astrology. And the astrology I, I originally learned from Deborah Silverman, who practices esoteric astrology, which is soul, considered soul-centered astrology. Um, and in her system, which is what the basis of my learning is off of, she mentions that if you have zero or one of a planet or excuse me of an element in your chart it can go both ways it can either go that you're severely lacking and you need help so in Gigi's case either she really needs help feeling her feelings or god already gave you enough because you don't need help in this lifetime you know you've got that handled and you're here to focus on other things so you know or Gigi's really great at feeling her feelings and being intuitive, la la la. So her, her work is not to even focus on the emotional world. It's not to get caught up in all that, that leave that to other people. Um, 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see that making sense because um, my mom, she's a Sagittarius. She's a triple fire sign, actually. And my dad, he's a cusp baby. So he's both Scorpio and Sagittarius. So for me, like I have like one part Scorpios in my first house, but everything else is like so much fire, so much air and a lot of earth in there. So um, I do see where I guess I would need all the help I can get when it comes to speaking out on a lot of things and being more grounded as well as I guess wanting to get more out there with my fire sign because sometimes I'm just like really I'm an Aries <laughs> mm-hmm. but at the same time it's I, I can resonate to a lot of things that happen with Aries but at the same time I'm just like I don't know I have all these feelings like I'm a water sign and I'm very empathetic I have a lot of healing energy and all of that so I guess I can see where that resonates with esoteric astrology. I, I, I guess that makes more sense now. Mm, good. So it looks like we have Libra, some Virgos, Gemini, Sag, one Sag moon, another Libra. I love it. A lot of air and earth. Cool. Does anybody else have any comments? Are we good? Well, I would love to shamelessly self-promote. Come get a reading from me. Um, You can find me through Instagram. It's at astrofem with two underscores. I'm also on Facebook. Um, I offer lots of different readings. I do suggest that you start with a birth chart. And then if you want to keep working with me, we can do check-ins. Or if you know you're really interested in learning about your cap rising, for example, then we'll do a check-in and we'll just talk about that. Or maybe we'll talk about your love and desire nature because that's interesting to you. Um, but I, I just suggest the birth chart so you can get a, a general overview before kind of getting lost in the minutia because <laughs> it's huge. It's very easy to get lost in. Hi, Hannah. Yeah, so I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, you can also email me at Corinne, spelled C-O-R-I-N-N-E, at astrofem.com. Astrofem is A-S-T-R-O-F-E-M-M-E. Yes, please check her out. And if you, um, you know, have these questions that come up, like, you know, I've run my free natal chart online and, It makes sense, but kind of not really and doesn't resonate. Take a chance. Get your chart read. Um, It's one of the best things I've ever done to move away from this automated software that tells you about your chart um, and really let someone get a holistic snapshot of, you know, what's going on with the planets and the houses versus just your sun sign. Um, So definitely check that out. I've got links in the chat box to the Instagram and email. Um, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Corinne, thank you for everyone joining us today. I hope you learned something that, I don't know, maybe helps you relate to yourself or others better as we're moving through all these really difficult, intense, heavy times, um, just as a way to create some space and compassion for yourself and others. Um, so thank you for being here. I hope you all have a great, great Sunday. Uh, get some rest and we'll see you in two weeks with another live class. Bye everyone. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Hi, it's Kelly. As much as I pride myself in being a mystic, I take equal pride in being an entrepreneur. And I love to share how I blended both worlds to create the incredible Modern Mystic brand. So I'm so excited to announce that I am co-hosting the Guided by Intuition Gathering, a virtual event for creative business owners with woo-woo vibes with one of my business besties, Emily Thompson of Being Boss. This virtual event is October 8th through 10th. We are bringing together a top tier of talented business owners who bring their powerful metaphysical tools to the table and are eager to share their tips, tactics, and techniques of growing a business with intuition guiding the way. 
We're spending three days focusing on aligning your intuition and heart so that you can use it to guide your business towards your highest purpose. We will be hosting panels, keynotes, workshops, and live podcast recordings. Plus, there's the Being Boss promise of actionable steps, practical advice, and results-driven guidance. And there's a whole tribe of bosses. They're just there ready to connect, dive deep, and do the work. Sounds great, right? It gets even better. A select number of VIPs get access to the whole gathering, plus an all-day masterminding session on Monday with me and Emily. We will add our magic to what you've got going on to help accelerate and inspire. If this is up your alley, hit the link in the show notes to join us. These are truly skills that all business owners will need to hone to thrive in the new age. I hope to see you there.